This is the Mark and Jess replay. Enjoy. People that did drive February this year are probably bummed, especially if they're just realizing now that it's a leap year. Tomorrow is not March 1st. It's February 29th. You're probably thinking, man, I'm going to have a nice cold beer tomorrow. Wait a second. It's February 29th tomorrow. Dang. With an extra day, I'm just thinking about this. You got to think that some motivational influ- influencers on social media are going to be like, what are you going to do with an extra 24 hours? Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to get up at 2 a.m. I'm going to run 100 kilometers. I'm then going to get home, read 13 books. I'm going to have a nice big meal. And then by noon, I've already earned a million dollars. What are you doing with your extra 24 hours? I'm relaxing. Extra 24 hours? (laughs) Yeah, I'm kicking back. Getting a little more sleep. The Replay with Mark and Jess. An email was sent out yesterday company-wide, and we have radio stations, 13 of them, in Western Canada. So this email was sent out company-wide, and a co-worker is leaving. His last day is next Friday, and people are doing something that drives me absolutely nuts. And maybe it drives you nuts as well. When people reply all to an email like this, company-wide, saying things directly to just one person. It's like, it's it's nice. I, I, like, I like this guy. He's a good guy. I'm going to miss him. And people are saying nice things. He deserves it. But it's like, you can just hit reply and email him 350, 400, 500, I don't know how many employees we have. They, not everyone needs to hear it. You know what I mean? Reply all emails, big time office pet peeve. If I have to read another one, I'm taking my phone and tossing it off a tall building. It's too expensive. I will not do that, but you get my point. The Mark and Jess replay. I went and got a tattoo yesterday, and uh, I have some other tattoos. This one is my biggest one, though. I didn't do it all in one sitting yesterday, but uh, the sitting I did do yesterday was two hours, and it's a tattoo that's on the back of my leg from like my you know kneecap all the way down to my ankle, and there's a lot of color and whatnot. And yeah, I sat for two hours yesterday, and the first, I would say, three quarters of the appointment wasn't too bad. I mean, you're still getting tattooed. It's not like anyone enjoys it, I don't think. If you do, <laughs> you're crazy. But it wasn't bad. It's like I could talk with uh, with my artist and, you know, I wasn't squirming and everything. Then the last quarter of the tattoo. Oh, I said the way I was breathing, I sounded like I was giving birth, I think. I was squirming around a lot. And yeah, just like... <sighs> Yeah, it wasn't quite like that, but it hurt. The Mark and Jess replay. A judge in Oklahoma has agreed to step down after she was caught sending hundreds of texts from the bench while she was working. And it was a murder trial going on. And she was sending messages that mocked prosecutors. And apparently they were sprinkled with emojis. (laughs) I shouldn't laugh, but... Come on. What is she doing? And the picture that I'm looking at, it's overhead. Now, it does kind of look like the cell phone is underneath the bench, but her head looks maybe tilted. Like, people had to have noticed that she was just looking at her phone. 
rookie mistake. You don't look at your phone. I used to be a pro when I was in high school, texting in high school, and I had a cell phone that had T9 word. Kids, if you're listening, ask your parents what T9 word is. Anyway, I would have the phone underneath the desk and I could rattle off texts like no one's business. Boom, 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 boom. I wonder if I could do that now. I mean, I think it's easier to text now versus T9 word with, you know, autocorrect and stuff, but I might try that. Actually, when Jess is in later on this week and she's at home and I'm here, I will text her while having my phone underneath the desk here and see how accurate I can be in my texting. See if my old ways are still with me. This is the Mark and Jess replay. Hopefully this break is better than the last one. Teams often do different kinds of fundraisers. Like when I was younger, I'm pretty sure we would sell chocolate-covered almonds. Um, We'd also do bottle drives. I feel like bottle drives aren't much of a thing anymore. Actually, probably because at Sarcan, you can sign up where someone could bring their bag or bags of recycling and just say, hey, give it to this team or this group or whatever. So that kind of makes it easier and kind of, I feel like, eliminates bottle drives. And bottle drives when we were younger or when I was younger, I feel like it was just we would go collect the bottles and then bring them back to home base and the parents would end up probably sorting them while us kids ran inside and played N64 or something. Um, I've seen teams sell cowboy caviar like beef jerky. Oh, I've bought a few bags of those, and then I end up eating a full bag in one sitting. So good. So much salt, though. Anyway, a friend just posted that her daughter's dance team is doing a bacon fundraiser. I'm like, yeah. I mean, who doesn't love bacon? There are some people, actually. And those people? I don't know what's wrong with them, but how do you not love bacon? Bacon even makes me love water chestnuts and I hate water chestnuts they are awful I'm not a picky eater but water chestnuts terrible even the sound of a fork touching a water chestnut it makes the hair on my arm stand up which kind of is right now but if you wrap water chestnuts in bacon all of a sudden I'm like water chestnuts are delightful the Mark and Jess replay styles like clothing hairstyles they're cyclical right they kind of Well, you know what cyclical means. Anyway, I'm just thinking about clothing, for example. Like, high-waisted jeans have come back. That's kind of like mom jeans, right? Are those kind of the same things? Fanny packs, they've made a comeback. All sorts of different things. When it comes to hairstyle, styles, mullets, they're back. Now, apparently... Well, according to Pop Sugar, I just saw this online, that bowl cuts are back... And the headline is, bowl cuts are back and actually really cute. Are they, though? Cute, that is. Maybe they're back, but are they cute? I remember I had a bowl cut when I was younger. Now, I'm not sure if it was actually, like, my parents doing it at home, getting, you know, the popcorn bowl and putting it on my head and then cutting around like that. Or I actually went to a hairdresser and said, hey, can I get a bowl cut, please? And then they did it there. I don't know. But if bowl cuts are back... That's good news with a 16-month-old kid. Don't have to spend money on a haircut for him. Bring him on into the kitchen. I got a bowl here and some scissors. There we go, kid. You're looking good and stylish. The celebrities are doing it. Look at, look at them. You can do it, too. You're listening to the Mark and Jess Replay. 
I have a bit of a sore throat right now and a bit of a cough, as I think many people do. And because of that, my voice sounds a little bit different. My laugh definitely sounds a little bit different. This was from earlier this morning. Listen to this laugh. Okay. That Yeah, that's, that's not like static from the phone call or anything. That's a laugh. Okay. That sounds like... I'm a 75-year-old woman who smokes for breakfast, lunch, and supper. The Replay with Mark and Jess. Travel experts say that air rage seems to have exploded since the pandemic, and it does seem like that, or maybe we're just seeing more videos of people raging on airplanes, but I'm surprised it's taken this long considering the bathrooms are tiny on planes the seats are always a tight squeeze you get like three and a half pretzels in your pretzel bag you get an ounce of whatever beverage you want all while paying way way too much money for it you're listening to the mark and jess replay i give my fiance casey a hard time a lot um it's my love language And I give her a hard time about things she does or doesn't do around the house. But let me tell you, she does do a lot around the house. But you don't want to hear about the things she does. You don't want to hear me talk about like, oh, yeah, she unloads the dishwasher. She cooks supper a lot. Like, that's that's no fun. You want to hear about the things that drives me crazy that she does or doesn't do around the house, right? (laughs) So here's what she did. Was it? Yesterday, it's yesterday at some point. So, the TV in our living room has a soundbar hooked up to it, and it's a nice soundbar. It's like a Bose soundbar. It's really nice, great sound, and I use it all the time when watching TV. She doesn't though, and I think it's because she can't figure out how exactly to use it. Like when it comes to turning TVs on, and her, I don't know what it is, but she can't like get to Netflix or. Prime Video or Cable. It's just, I don't know. She has her masters, but she can't figure out the TV. Anyway, so I go to watch TV yesterday, and I turn the sound bar on, but the sound on the TV is also on, so it's easy. I just turn the sound on the TV down. But I'm like, my goodness, we have this nice sound bar, but she's not using it. She's using the sound from the TV. I know you're probably thinking that's ridiculous. That bugs you? Yes, it does. Don't judge me. With Jess on Mad Leave, it's now time for a blast from the past. I would say this is probably a first. A fan at a Metallica concert on Saturday in Brazil gave birth to her child um, while the band was performing Enter Sandman. 39 weeks pregnant, boom, she had her son. Wow. Um, Yeah, I I don't think that's probably ever happened at a Metallica concert or maybe any concert for that matter. No, they probably were like, can we name the baby? Well, you know what's funny? She jokingly said that she's going to name her child after Lars Ulrich, Mm -hmm. the the co-founder and drummer of the band. I doubt she will, but uh, um, this kid being born at a Metallica concert will probably grow up with... Metallica songs being his bedtime stories. Kind of like this. End of passion play. Crumbling away. I'm your source of self-destruction. 
Veins that pump with fear, sucking darkness clear. Leading on your death's construction, taste me, you will see. More is all you need, dedicated to to how I'm killing you. (laughs) Oh, I'm sure that kid will have great dreams that night. (laughs) That poor kid. That's not a bedtime story. That's a a nightmare. Just waiting to happen. Okay. Okay. Say your prayers, little one. Don't forget, my son, to include everyone. I tuck you in, warm within, keep you from sin till the Sandman, he comes. Sleep with one eye open, gripping your pillow tight. (laughs) This is not good. (laughs) Exit light, enter night, take my hand. We're off to Never Never Land. <laughs> horrible bedtime story. Wow, you actually made it through the entire episode. Get your daily dose of Mark and Jess on the go. Subscribe to the Mark and Jess replay and never miss a moment.